passed, bounced, or hit. We're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. And everyone, Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff uh, getting himself all positioned up. I was just listening to the promo. All sports talk. Jeff today kind of falls into the category of all sports. We've got lots of different things to talk about. Major League Baseball amongst them. Finally getting things squared away, I guess. And uh, girls' state basketball tournament last week had two of our teams knocked out in that first round. We'll get comments on that as well. And then boys' state basketball tournament in town tomorrow beginning. We had no teams locally that are participating in that. And Middle Tennessee teams play on uh, despite losses uh, in the tournament uh, in Dallas. Disappointing losses, I would say, Jeff, for sure. It really wasn't a... Stellar week for Rutherford County sports around. Other than the baseball team did beat Auburn on the road two out of three. You know what today is? I do know what today is. Ides of March. <laughs> it's Pi Day also. <laughs> you're still well. You're not wrong. Uh, I know. You're you're exactly right. It's also it's also National Napping Day. Is that right? Yes. I haven't Is it always the 14th, or are you talking about the second Monday in March? I, I don't know that the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care that it's, I haven't celebrated yet with a nap, so I don't know. But anyway, you no, know, it has not been a particularly good week for, uh, for our local sports teams, no. But better days are coming, perhaps. Well, perhaps. Uh, where do we start? Let's, let's start at high school, Jeff. Okay. Uh, Oakland, unfortunately, in what, the second or third play of the game, Wham! Across the face. Nobody saw it. Uh, I didn't see it. The officials obviously didn't see it. But down and out. And that's hard to overcome when your best or maybe your best player is, is knocked out at that particular point in time. And that said, Oakland fought courageously all the way through. I thought they did. Uh, it was very unfortunate what, what took place. Um, I uh, But I was just – I just thought it was just a tremendous – Effort. I really look at the positive side, and so had you. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it was a tremendous effort by that team, and then that coach, and the community in general for them to get to the state tournament. I, I, I really do. I certainly didn't predict that, um, but they did get better. Pretty much every time I saw them, they were always better. It seemed like to me the time before, um, and I, I just I thought it was remarkable. Uh, and I, I think they need to look at it with considerable amount of success. They overcame a, another starter being out the two games that got them there in the region finals and the sub-state game. Going to Bradley County without your all your weapons and winning, Jeff, was you know just almost hard to believe in it, some ways. Yeah, I mean, it, it really was. It was a, a nail-biter down there, of course. Uh, um, and Oakland had won there before, uh, but you don't, you don't usually win there. 
uh, girls or boys, and it. Um, but it, I, I, I thought that uh, Coach Campbell did did a, a terrific job, and evidently her players must have bought in and believed what she was preaching because it. Uh, she took them a long way. Did that for sure. Uh, lost to Cookville, who surprisingly to me, Jeff, got beat by Farragut. Uh, Bearden, the, the 4 age champion uh, out of Knoxville. Farragut and Bearden are in the same district. Played each other four times before. Uh, Farragut really hadn't gotten close, but after watching Bearden play or seeing what they did to three teams that they played, Jeff, nobody's got within 19 points of them in the tournament, so... They were awfully good. I don't know if anybody predicted Farragut would to win at all. Uh, I certainly didn't. Bearden was a superior team, uh, and I think most, a lot of people, including me, but I think most people, uh, thought before the tournament started that Bearden would be in the finals and likely win it. And I think they were the best team there, don't you? I do. Uh, I mean, but that's, that's some good teams, but I thought they were, I thought they were the best team there this year. Oakland, uh, excuse me. Blackman, 31-1, and one, is that right? Something yeah. and one. Yeah. 30-something and one. I can't say for sure what that was. Took on Cookman. <clears throat> Team that's very familiar to our fans, at least. I don't know that the girls on either squad had much thought about it, that being a Blackman and Cookville uh, rivalry, so to speak. But um, Blackman just could not score, Jeff. They just, had a, they just struggled all day long to get shots away. Against a very good defensive team. Yes, I think, and that pretty much sums it up. That and that is a coach's nightmare. Uh, I I have been through that on both sides, where you just everything you do works out, and then some. Sometimes, no matter what you plan and how you execute it, the ball just doesn't go in the basket, <laughs> and it can be. It's just awful, and and that happened. And there's nothing that you can do about it. Really, you. Not really. I mean, if it doesn't go in, it doesn't go in. This is this is a team. I think the winning streak had gone something like fifty some odd games, right, from going into last year. I don't know what it was. They lost certainly in the forties. I don't know a bunch of them. But anyway, my point being, they hadn't had to face that kind of situation very often because the ball was going in more than the other team in every one of those games. Yes, and they and they play hard. Uh, and uh, but but there again, um, Blackman girls. Back in the state tournament again, they were defending champion from the yes. state tournament. Um, th- there's no reason for them to drop their head at all. Not at all. Very young team, and th- they will certainly be back. Uh, watching Bearden play, Jeff, I-, I didn't see the athleticism that obviously was there as you watch them play, but th- they just, like I say, Blackman not only couldn't hit the shots when they got them, but, Jeff, they didn't get a lot of shots. No, you're right. Uh, that's correct. I-, I thought maybe the – Blackman, and neither does Oakland either, really, for that matter. But Blackman does not just uh, uh, fascinate you with their overall team speed, getting up down the floor, that sort of thing. They, they do it on execution, being in the right place, and working really hard. The ball gets on the floor, and, you know, Blackman thinks it's theirs. And uh, uh, it just didn't work out for them. Looking on down the list a little bit, Sturge Creek and Rockville, Jeff, those programs are coming on from from here on in for at least a little while. You got to think that those two teams are going to be in the hunt for sure. I would think so. Uh, I, it, it it looks like to me that our uh, our five teams in this district, and it will be that way for a while, uh, are all well coached and healthy, and 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 
there are prospects everywhere. So I'm I'm enthusiastic about it. Boys tournament uh, begins tomorrow. How much interest do you have in it without a local team being there? Zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll probably I'll probably maybe do a little bit better than that, but uh, uh, I'm I'm very disappointed we don't have anybody there. But I'm I'm sure that. I'm sure it'll be a fine tournament. I'll encourage our fans out there listening into this show to have better than zero interest because yeah. these folks come into town. Let's be kind and genteel to them and tell them we're excited about them being here. Well, I didn't take your question that way. I took it <laughs> a way, a way of, of, of did I care who won and and basketball, uh, th- th- that sort of thing. And, and No, I don't, but, but you're exactly right, of course. We'll have uh, thousands of visitors who are already arriving or already here, and, uh, and we got a chance to show off Murfreesboro and Rutherford County the way we wanted to, uh, we, we like for people to see what we are and what our university is. Let's take a break. Come back and we'll talk about Middle Tennessee basketball teams and uh, their struggles in the tournament and what's ahead for them on All Sports Talk. Hey fellas, still need your annual health exam? I personally recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment, where they check all your levels. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for a full lab panel and an office visit with their medical provider to give you a complete health assessment. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. Tell us what your vision was like before you had the cataract surgery done. My eyes were just really out of whack, and I do a lot of hand embroidery. I got to the point where I couldn't even do my embroidery. Are you now able to doing your embroidery? Oh, yeah. I can go back and do what I was doing 30 years ago. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive behind SunTrust Bank. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up. It really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. I hope the microphones were not on. <laughs> Jeff's question my intelligence over here. No, I'm not. And no. You're right. It's not, this is not the eyes of March. No, it's tomorrow. It's not St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> That's Thursday. Okay. <laughs> but it is National Pie Day. And by pie, you're talking pie, about 3.14, 3. 1, 1, 1762738462. I don't know the numbers, but well, it goes on and on and on. It's a mathematical 
Sign. Okay, well, because you're my friend, and you are, I'm going to believe you that it is National Pie Day. Randy McClellan tells me that. I've never heard of the it. The calculus before. teacher at Oakland, the Mississippi Bulldog to heart kind of a guy. Well, he's you got You know a, Randy. He, yes, very well. Give him a call. He'll tell you all about it. I don't it. want to give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Middleton, see, women, first of all. Uh, we're playing the WNIT. Nothing wrong with that. But I think the expectations for most everybody going in, and Coach Insel, I think, would agree with this, that um, – was to be in the in the big dance, and this team played well in most spots. Uh, just gosh, in that semifinal game, did what they did a couple times toward the end of the season. Jeff lost big leads in the last two or three minutes, and yeah. that's it's hard to understand that because we have a good point guard. And typically, when that happens, don't you think it's because the ball handlers out front can't handle the pressure, or you don't shoot free throws well? And this ball club was built to hold on to a lead. I would think. I would think so too. I, I, I'm not certain that people always know, and I, you know, I'm no different of why we lost, why things didn't go like we want them to go, et cetera. And I'm not really sure exactly what happened. It looked like to me we just had a dull spot for about four minutes late in that ball game, and and it happened to coincide with a time when they got hot, and um, we got beat. They will take on Wofford Thursday evening at the Murphy Center. Uh, 7 o'clock it is general admission. It is a 7 o'clock game, right? I believe that's correct. I know the tickets are general admission for 10 bucks. I hope the fans will come out. I'm sure they will support that. Jeff, winning the NIT wouldn't be altogether bad. But it's, it's still it's still not the grand prize. But this team's capable of doing winning every game, in my opinion. I, I think they can win that thing. I think they could too. Uh, I haven't looked at the entire bracket. I haven't either. Um, I, uh, but you, you can go back in time and the the NIT. Uh, uh, our men, our men came within and went to the final four or could have um, won two very tough games uh, before Vanderbilt won the tournament. Uh, men um, and our women have played any before. I think we got a shot. I, I think this team's always got a shot. It, it's it's talented everywhere, and off the bench as well. Um, and I'm always hopeful. I always go into a game thinking, you know, we can win this. Thing. Well, you and I both would, I think, believe this is one of the top 50 teams in the country. Oh yes. Uh, and, and I don't say 64 because this has Emmy in the NCAA tournament. Jeff, you got conference champions from conferences that clearly don't have what Middle Tennessee has. So to, to be in the top 40, 50. Uh, but they're not there. NIT, that's what they'll have. Uh, uh, most of the players are back next year, hopefully. In this day of the portal, who knows what will happen. Good, bad, or indifferent. But uh, hopefully this young team will stay together, add some parts that are coming in for next year. I'm, I shouldn't be talking in future tense yet, right? This season's still going on. But a lot of good things ahead for this basketball team, I, I certainly think. Well, I, I certainly agree with that. I, of course, we have the rule that is in place, which I think is, uh, um, um, well, I, I don't like it, and that is that the winner of the tournament will go to mm-hmm. the NCAA. And I, I don't – is it possible to give somebody else a, 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 in, the, in the tournament, say the second-place team or the, or the third-place team, is it possible to give them a, a, into the tournament? 
into the NCAA tournament? This in, year? No, any year. Oh, oh sure. But it doesn't happen. Doesn't, doesn't happen. Um, and didn't happen with the men either. And But in the SEC, I think they've got, uh, in the men, at least six or seven schools that are in it. Oh, sure. Well, uh, to hear Kermit Davis speak about moving to Ole Miss. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the obvious reasons was that you just have to finish in the top seven or eight in the SEC. Now, I say just do that. That's, as he's found out this year, that's difficult to do. But you do have a, 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 a chance to get in, even though you don't have a championship ring or a second place or a third place. In, in Conference USA, you almost always, middle has gotten two at large bridges, bids, I should say that. But it's pretty rare for our conference to get it's, that. It's very rare. And you've got to be really good with a really good record to, uh, and then not win the tournament to go. Uh, I, I don't particularly care for that. Uh, but I know it's not – they don't always follow that rule. I think they would tell you that it's not a rule, that we can pick you if we wanted to. So uh, and then my question would be then – and, of course, middle didn't finish second. Right? No. So, so they finished. All but. Uh, yes. But but they didn't. The team that won it, they took the three overtimes and, and had victory in their grasp two or three times before it squished away. And, you know, I told my brother talking about that, that the, the kid that got really hot, the little guy from UAB, they got hot there in the last five minutes and on through the overtime. That was our Josh Jefferson. Right. Josh Jefferson had been in the game. Very well, he could have been the thing there. Of course, if Josh is there, you, you got to think we, we probably won't go to the first overtime. Right, right. We we had three. If we're going to talk about the men now, yeah. But we had three excellent chances to win that basketball game, and all but won it. And in the regulation, end of the first, end of the second overtime, and didn't win it any of those three times. And for the fourth overtime, we had no shot. Or third overtime, sure. Fourth chance, we had we had no shot. Turned out without in the last couple of minutes. If we'd had Josh Jefferson, who's to say what would have happened? But uh, I, I think we, I think we probably could have, would have won the ball game if we'd had him. But that kid from uh, UAB, a Walker kid, yeah. Oh, he is. My goodness, he may be the best player I saw all year. Well, he was the player of the year in the conference. Yeah, uh, he, he was good. That'd be about right. Uh, I felt so bad. I still do for Donovan Sims. Two different times he, he had a chance to hit two free throws and prob- probably put us in, in victory column. He hits one, excuse me, misses one, hits the second one. To his credit, Jeff, to hit the second one after that it is tough. But uh, when he had that second chance maybe to go up there and give us a three-point lead with – inside of, what, 10 seconds or something like that, uh, and didn't hit. Uh, such a good kid and such a 90% free throw shooter. Just, you, you just can't make sense of some of this stuff. And Donovan, for you and your fans out there, uh, I just appreciate all the good things you've done for Middle Tennessee. I just wish for your sake and our sake that it gone through because you could have been the hero, and but you're not the GOAT. Make, make, make that very clear. Uh, that's very clear. Uh, but we wouldn't have been there without him, sure. Um, and he, uh, he he's going to get another chance. He's going to go to Daytona Beach, Florida, and get get an opportunity to play and represent Middle, and I'm sure he'll represent us fine. We'll talk about that a little bit more. I think we have a caller on the line. Let's get to that, and then we'll take a break. Uh, let's go ahead to the call. Come on in. How you doing, guys? Well, I'm lo- looking for your comments on all this stuff. Well, I, I just going to say you guys were talking about the state tournament. Blackman played Beard, and Oakland played Cookwell. 
because Oakland played Oakland played Cookville first game of the season and Cookville lost, and they played Baden State tournament again and lost. So they played Cookville twice. Sure. This season. Played Cookville twice. Right? I was talking about that, but like I said, I, I didn't know what Beard was all that good until I watched him play there. But it was really good. But uh, y'all talking about Middle Tennessee? Y'all watched that men's game? Boy, was really tough to lose. I tell you, they they just they had their chance to win those second overtime. They up six. I thought they was going to win. They just they couldn't stop that Walker. He had forty. Just like I said, they couldn't stop him. I mean, he's just he's that good. And they've got Houston in the NCAA tournament, so they're a twelve seed. So I don't know what they do, but uh, but uh, uh, but uh, and everything. So it depends on what they uh, what they do. But uh, you guys are talking about the uh, the Middle Tennessee plays Wofford, you know, uh, Thursday night, and uh, Murray State plays at Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt got to be a ten. You know that. I did not. They, they, they've got a losing record. They're fourteen and eighteen. They got to be in the WNIT. 14-18. They're playing Murray State on Thursday night. And Murray State's got a player from Oakland, Claire McGowan, freshman over at Murray State. Over they won 22 games this year, most games they've ever won in, in school history. But they're going to go to Vanderbilt Thursday night. You know, the men's playing it. men's playing Belmont tomorrow night at Vanderbilt NIT, playing Belmont tomorrow night, the men, men's team. So, but, uh, and as far as as far as the NIT, y'all watched their parents last night, North Texas, got to beat into that. They shouldn't be in the NCAA myself. I'd, I'd, I'd replace them with over LSU. LSU should have got in. But I, that's another matter there. But we won't get all that committee stuff. But they, they don't have time what they're doing anyway as far as picking teams. But I thought Charlotte got a pretty decent draw to win. I don't know if y'all saw that. They play Indiana. They got to go Indiana play up there. If they win, they'll either play Kentucky or Princeton in the second round up there if they win up there at Indiana. So mm-hmm. you might want to get a, a, a drive up there to Bloomington over to Assembly Hall and, and watch it, you know. Indiana women, I know you probably don't want to, though, but I know you're going to watch with Middle Cleveland Thursday night. Uh, <laughs> well, offer and everything. I know you I know you be Indiana fan and everything from Indiana and stuff. But I just wanted to get y'all that stuff. And uh, I enjoy y'all's show and uh, appreciate everything y'all do. And uh, enjoy y'all enjoy y'all on Mondays. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not a big Indiana fan, even though I'm from Indiana. I'm not anti-Indiana, but I'm not a big Indiana fan. Uh, I've been there to Bloomington, uh, to Assembly Hall. Uh, nice arena, that all that kind of stuff. I, 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 Jeff, I'll be honest with you. I didn't look at the NIT on either side. Uh, certainly on the men's side, to, to see who got there, I thought Middle had a decent chance to maybe get in that thing. It, it didn't happen. I don't know who all did. And uh, gee whiz, fourteen and eighteen. I, I guess we don't have the rule like the bowl teams do that you have to have five hundred record or better. But now that said. Vanderbilt is a far better team that they uh, women were talking about in March than they were back in December, to be sure. That's true, and and the tournament is run differently, as most people I'm sure know. You bid on those games first of all, and uh, there's, there's not much sense in getting involved in it if you're not going to show that you're going to uh, that your game is going to be well attended. Uh, but I am I am surprised that that Vanderbilt got a chance there to do that. Um, 14 and 18 is not not good at all <laughs> for a tournament postseason tournament play. Well, I, I would think not uh, as well. And, and as I say, I never did not look at the NIT for the men to see who got there. But uh, as we know, Jeff, NIT is about teams that have some possibilities to, to draw crowds, and it's not always the best. What is it, 16 teams to get there? NIT, I think that's what they take after the top uh, 68 that are there so we'll see we'll talk I'd like to get your opinion about the CBA 
tournament uh, after the break. But let's get to Chip Walters here with Blue Raider Inside Report. I'm sure he'll have some comments and more information about all these things on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. It's heavy, but it's moving on. 24 East coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Watch your speed. They've been out there shooting a lot of radar on 24 just inside Coffee County. PensacolaBeach.com has got everything under the sun for you to book your next getaway. Log on to PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at com. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com. To learn more, Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. The postseason basketball schedule is set for Middle Tennessee. The Lady Raiders will be participating in postseason basketball for the 18th consecutive season after garnering an invitation to the WNIT last night. The schedule was set today, and the Lady Raiders, who are 23-7, will take on the Wofford Terriers on Thursday night at 8 p.m. This will be the first meeting ever between the two teams. The WNIT is not the NCAA tournament, but the next best thing, that coming from head coach Rick Ensel. 
Tickets to the WNIT are $10 each and are general admission. They can be purchased through the MTSU ticket office. During Middle Tennessee's streak of 18 consecutive postseason, it's played in the NCAA tournament 12 times and the WNIT Six. Middle Tennessee's making its eighth appearance overall in the WNIT, where it has an overall record of 7-7. Seven and seven. The Lady Raiders reached the national quarterfinals of the event in 2015. CUSA members Old Dominion, Louisiana Tech, and North Texas are also invited to the WNIT. Again, Thursday night at 8 o'clock. That will be after the TSSAA games, Middle Tennessee and Wofford at the Murphy Center. All right, Blue Raider basketball. They aren't done yet either. They've accepted an invitation to the 2022 Roman College Basketball Invitational. The 16-team event will take place at the Daytona Beach Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida, starting Saturday and winding up next Wednesday. The Blue Raiders open the tournament Saturday as the number two seed, taking on 15-seed California Baptist at 4 o'clock Central Time. Advanced tickets are available through Ticketmaster. This will be Middle's first appearance in the CBI and 16th postseason tournament berth in program history. The Blue Raiders will be playing their first postseason basketball since the 2018 NIT. The first two rounds of the tournament will be on flow hoops for video service with the first round taking place on Saturday and Sunday. The second round Uh, On March 21st, ESPN will carry the semifinals and championship game on March 22nd and 23rd. Florida Atlantic and Rice from Conference USA are also among the field in the CBI. All right, turning to baseball, no shortage of excitement between Middle Tennessee and Auburn in a doubleheader split Sunday afternoon at Plainsman Park. The Blue Raiders earned the series win over Auburn after taking the second game 4-3 in eight innings. Middle Tennessee nearly came back from a 10-0 deficit in the first game, but fell short 10-7. Mason Spears finished the day 5-for-9 with one home run, three RBIs, and a double. Spears is now batting 394 with a 667 slugging percentage, 474 on base percentage, and two home runs, and nine RBIs on the season. The Blue Raiders won the nightcap, as we mentioned, 4-3 to three after winning on Friday night against uh, Auburn, so they take two of three from the uh, Tigers and will play their next home game tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, against Austin P at Reese Smith Field. The Blue Raiders will also be at home over the weekend to take on Old Dominion. Middle Tennessee Tennis, ranked number 23 in the country, completed a 7-0 sweep of Tennessee Tech and Bellarmine on Sunday afternoon at the Adams Tennis Complex. Also, the 17th spring practice for head coach Rick Stockstill may be his most unique as injuries, transfer portal losses, and graduation have left him with about 66 players to compete in spring practice. The first of 15 practices gets underway tomorrow, and uh, the numbers will look more like an NFL camp than a college spring season. So that's it for today. We will have more info for you coming up tomorrow right here. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. 
online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan back. Jeff brought you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services, Edward Jones. Tournaments like the CBI, Jeff, a, a third tier. Not NCAA, not the NIT, which I think most would consider the second tier. And once upon a time, the NIT, NIT was very highly regarded. It's not that way anymore, really. But uh, your thoughts about going to the CBI tournament, uh, it is a postseason play, but I, you got to think there's got to be a few teams that, that will be in the NIT and in the CBI. They're not so highly motivated because, Coach, the season's over with. Well, I think it's a recognition and that – there are teams out there that are worthy of playing uh, some more basketball. Oh, I, I, I'm not. I'm not doubting yeah. that. Middle Tennessee is worthy. I think have clearly been in the NIT at, at the very best. But uh, I'm sorry. No, I was just. Uh, I was just going to say it's, it's another tournament. It is the the quality of play. Uh, even though middle is in it, um, middle will likely be. I would think one of the. One of the, I haven't looked at the records of the teams in there. They are the number two seed of the 16 well, teams in it. Uh, and that, there are more than 64 teams in this country and, and that can play basketball, and a lot of people got, we'll call it snubbed if you want to. Uh, the, the Internet is full of that just today about teams that were overlooked or whatever. There's always somebody that's got a big argument, right? And sometimes sure. they're right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, the CBI, I mean, I'm sure it'll be a good tournament. And I'm I hope middle plays well. Well, I do. And, and you know, thinking through this, middle being the number two seed, Jeff, it's, it's saying clearly they've got a real shot to win that thing. Sure. Um, let's just say Middle Tennessee women win the NIT, men win the CBI tournament, put some a little bit more of a cherry on top of the season, uh, two really good seasons. But the, the men, I'm still – the Raiders, I'm still – a gas, a gog, maybe that's the better term, that they've gone from eight wins in two seasons to 22 wins this year and, and every chance to be in the NCAA tournament. And as we've discussed already, but for a few misplays here, there, and yonder, very well should have been. And I think that's right. I think that's exactly accurate. Uh, uh, there were two or three teams in the in the league that were uh, equal and maybe a little bit better on some nights than others than Middle Tennessee. But we certainly challenged all the way through. We had important wins on the road. We beat good opponents uh, at, at Murphy Center. Uh, and and you're right, to go from, what was it, five wins last year? Is that right? I think so. Uh, to, to 22. Um, that's It was remarkable. And I, uh, I really I, – I have not met Coach McDevitt, just seen him coach. That's it. And – I think I think he does a really good job. He is enthusiastic, and his players work, and he can he knows how to substitute. I, I, I'm 
I'm very appreciative of his efforts. Coach of the year in Conference USA, well deserved. Yes, absolutely. And that said, we mentioned the women's team and men's team. Most of the players are back. Want for the portal, and I do not know what he's got coming in new, but uh, I do know he had a one player sitting out that he was counting on being one of our better players that did not play because of an injury preseason. So uh, I'm expecting next year. I'm expecting big things. First time in years I've been able to say that. I'm delighted to do so, and uh, is disappointed as I am that we did not beat UAB in NCAA tournament, Jeff, in November. I would have never dreamed that. Not in a thousand years. Middle had to be a ten thousand to one shot. <laughs> yeah, ten thousand may not be enough odds against us. Uh, and I, I think I think you're right. I I believe the um, I think next year's point guard is on the roster already and will do well. Uh, I, I suspect, particularly after a summer of preparation, to play that spot and start. Uh, other than that, I think we're in good shape. Well, we had a young man that took that spot during the tournament and, and played awfully well, too. So, uh, did you notice that the rotation pattern, no changes in the tournament, that nine, ten guys that we rotated through the, over, over and over, that didn't happen in the last ten minutes of that basketball game. Uh, both teams were every possession doing it a little different than the season. You, you can see everybody just playing it as tournament basketball as opposed to free and loose and let's go flail it toward the rim and see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I noticed one thing. I guess it's the major difference that I noticed all year long, and that is that he would give Sims more rest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I, and I thought, and I think Rick Ensel is doing the same thing with our point guard. He's getting ready. He's getting his substitute point guard more playing time and, 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 and learning, teaching. Um, and I think uh, the Coach McDevitt has done that, and I think it'll pay off. Well, with, with uh, this Jefferson out, Donovan was really our, our best bet at three-point shot. Right. Uh, he, he did not get what – I think I saw one in the last ten minutes in the three overtimes that he, that he did shoot. Uh, so he was not able to get his shot away, but – uh, I think I think with Jefferson there, Sims would have been in and out a, a good bit more. But I, Coach McDevitt trusted him. That's why he was there. Right. I, I I don't know if I had a criticism of Sims, and my goodness, I'm sure this would really bother him if I had one. He, he's almost too nice. You know, he just he is not. He doesn't hug the ball at all. He doesn't mind giving it up. Uh, and he may not shoot enough. I, I don't know. There were times that this year he did get loose and, and, and felt loose and free, but I, I, I felt like in the, in the, this last game that very well may have been the case uh, in that. So, all that said, uh, do you do a bracket, 68 teams in the NCAA? Do you do that kind of thing? And Are you heavily? kidding? Are you kidding? My family, we have – that's, I don't know, I forget how many people last night did their bracket. But we, we met in Christiana and had, last night and had pizza. And everybody did a bracket. And including my great-grandson, who picked his own bracket. Good for him. Did, uh, where do you have Middle Tennessee? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I did not look at the, at the finished products. Uh, and, and to tell you the truth, I don't even remember mine as to who I picked to win the thing. And, let's, and I think you'd agree, the, the men's 64, actually 68, isn't it? Yes, it is. The 68-team bracket is wide open, isn't it? 
More so than most times, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the way to win the bracket deal is, is find the find the 12 team that's going to win and the, and the 13 seed that's going to win because that's going to happen. And if, if you pick the wrong one of those, then your bracket's busted and you're done. Mm-hmm. But if you can find the UAB or the UT Chattanooga or the Middle Tennessee that comes through and, and wins that first-round game when they're much lower seed. But there's one game, by the way, that there's a 13 seed playing a four seed, and the 13 seed is a favorite. I can't remember what <laughs> I didn't look at any of that. I, I didn't even look at was. the records. At least that's that's what was said on the radio. I, I know that well, we've been doing this for years, and we will get back together when we get to the the final uh, four. And 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 of course, somebody's teams will not be there, so we'll pick those again. But the full sixty four team, sixty eight team bracket is now completed. I think I think that my my, my son in law Q Man. He won it last year, I think. But I think Alicia, my granddaughter, has won it, which tells you something. And a couple of other family members have won it. I'm embarrassed to say that I don't think that I've ever that I've ever won it. I may have finished second Doesn't one year. Doesn't it disappoint you when you you feel like you know a little bit about basketball? Yeah, yeah. And get beat by someone who knows nothing about basketball. That just pick them because of the color of the uniforms, or because yeah. the, you know they, I like you know I, I went through Maryland and you know one yeah. time. That's exactly correct. As a matter of fact, I think that happened one year, and she almost won it. I won't say who it was, but she she went by mascots. Which mascots? Oh, there you go. You know, I guess that's okay. I mean, you know, whatever works. Uh, But I I do know this: uh, there's, I guess, there's maybe eight or nine of us that do this. Okay, and the person in the room that knows the knows the most knows the most is my grandson Jake. There's no question about that. No one would challenge that at all, okay? And I don't think he's won it. Now, maybe he has, but he did finish it. When he finished it last night, okay, and he looked at it. I didn't see it. He looked at it, and he said, well, there it is, the perfect million-dollar bracket. And I said, what? And somebody evidently pays him pays a million dollars for a bracket. A million dollars. The odds are 173 billion to one yeah, that that can yeah. be done. I asked it's him. never happened. In, I asked him, in, in, has that ever happened? He said no. 68 no. team field. I mean, think about that. To win, to, to go through the first round games and get them all right. Yeah. It's all but impossible. Yes, that's correct. And certainly to get to Sunday afternoon, to get down to the 16, from 64 to 68 to 16, do you have all 16 of those teams that Jeff would be? I, I'd pay, I, I will pay a million dollars for anybody can do that. Oh, look out. <laughs> of course, don't let take me to. You bring your wallet with debtor, you. <laughs> debt court. To get that, so. It's a lot of fun, uh, particularly when you and people laugh that they'll be doing that for the next couple of weeks or three. They'll say, well, my bracket is completely busted. It's over with. I can't possibly. Because you pick a game wrong. And as maybe people aren't thinking this way i don't know what other people do but we pick all the way through right sure every every round Absolutely. long before anything is played and and, and we also play the, the the four games to get in so middle's not there which of the which team of the 68 will you pull the most for tennessee me ut chattanooga okay i've got two graduates a daughter and son-in-law graduates of utc and a daughter that goes to utc now so that's the team go mox well, the chances are we both are going to be disappointed. When well, <laughs> everybody's going to be disappointed except for about one team. That's correct. Uh, I, I did see a, a thing from a friend of mine today. It wasn't directed toward me. Somebody else will know 
said Gonzaga hadn't beaten anybody. Said they won a bunch of games, but they haven't beaten anybody any good. I didn't look to see if that was true or not, but you know, I. Well, I think I don't. I haven't looked at their schedule either. But Gonzaga is is way past this. We don't play anybody any good stage. They they, they challenge it. Sure, they have a challenging schedule because that's what they're built to do. So. I'm going to guess they played more than one top 25 team. Well, so many teams that, that were really good or, or whatever are winning the thing when, you know, we were younger. And I remember being younger, uh, vaguely. But, I mean, UCLA's in it. They're not going to win it. And Duke is in it. Well, Duke is a very, very good team and certainly could win it. But I doubt it. They, You know, they might. Indiana's not going to beat anybody. Uh, and they used to be the powerhouse, you know, Louisville, one, and so forth. So, it could be it could be won by somebody we're not but expecting if you look at all. At the, the four number one seeds. There's not a Houston. Excuse me. There's not a UCLA there. No. A, a Kentucky of old. A Duke of old. Right. Those kinds of things. I, I think from that standpoint, uh, it, it it is wide open. But we'll be looking for that upset. But uh, last year is the first time, right, that the 16 seed beat a one seed. Yes. And if if I were picking a winner, just. You know, you said, "Hey, who's going to win it? Who do I think we had the best chance to win it?" I would say Kansas. I think they're really good. But hey, it's as good as any. Yeah, I give you anybody you want. And I'll take the field. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, one more break, and we'll come back and finish things up on All Sports Talk. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. So Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Good afternoon. It's heavy, but it's moving on. 24 East coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Watch your speed. They've been out there shooting a lot of radar on 24 just inside Coffee County. PensacolaBeach.com's got everything under the sun for you to book your next getaway. Log on to PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Guys, do your bank does your bank have corporate offices in Tennessee? First Bank does. First Bank, right here in Murfreesboro, across the state, fifty-seven locations. I believe that's the case, and uh, commend them to your care. They'll take care of your money for you and give you a smile. First Bank, one of our fine sponsors. Someone's on the line that would like to take umbrage with you, Jeff. <laughs> I so, remember umbrage. Let, let's get to this mystery caller. Call in, please. Hey, Ran Ran. <laughs> Hello, granddaughter. I just thought I would share with you that your four-and-a-half-year-old great-grandson has chosen Chattanooga 
to win it all. There you go. Go, Mox. Okay. And the score is going to be 20 to 8. <laughs> I didn't say he knew everything he was doing. <laughs> so the great-grandson, that's what he chose. So that's who's going to win. Well, he will be enthusiastic about it no matter what, won't he? Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Yes, sir. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Did she read the woolly worms about how many times it's going to snow or anything like I that? I don't know. what she, <laughs> she was on this radio station when she was five years old. Uh-huh. And, and just how old is she now? And she, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> she's not five years old. She, she's a nurse and a mother of two and a total delight. So this this is a little man's uh Mother. This, this this is right. This is Scaler's mother and Matthew's mother. That's right. Okay. Well, good. And and he did, in fact, s- seriously pick the tournament um, uh, with with some, you know, believe it or not, uh, he kind of considered what he was doing. Um, but he did. And, of course, naturally, as his father would, he wants UT to win, to win. All right. But when he got right down to it, to the end of picking the winner, he picked Chattanooga. I have well, no you idea gotta why. Pick with, you you got to pick with your head, not with your heart, Jim. Okay. Well, that's what he did. And he said 20 to 8 would be the score. And I thought, well, they're going to hold the ball. That's pretty clear. <laughs> so, there you go. Well, I, he might have the team right, but that score is not going to be right, Jim. I don't think so either. But that is the tiebreaker. Uh, the tiebreaker was uh, the, do, do the you, score. Do you have – as you go deeper in the round, do you get more points for that? Or are you just looking no. at the 67 – Teams. That's right. You, one point, whether it's the first round or whether it's semifinals. Exactly. Exactly. And if you, you blow a game, which, of course, you're going to do, then – and you, you, You're not going to get three more points no, down the road. No, you, 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 you they're gone. Them, they're gone, and, and they're going to – they're going to play three more games, and they're not going to be there. So it's over for you. UT Chattanooga is not going to win a game in the tournament if they don't win the first one. That is correct. So he'll be out. <laughs> he'll be in bad shape, Jeff. He will be, and he won't care. <laughs> Well, lots of folks he, do that. He is, sure. by the way. I'm, 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 we're laughing and so forth because it was fun, and, and we took pictures of him the first time picking bracket and so forth, but being very serious about it. Men and women, all right? He is a serious Middle Tennessee fan. I know that. He really gets excited. He wants to go to every game, and, and he watches them on TV when he can't go, and he knows whether they win or lose. There you go. Let's talk Major League Baseball real quick. Mm. You and I are both fans of that generation that still have a pretty good hold on Major League Baseball. What what was the biggest issue? In, do you know that it kept this thing in the abyss for six months? Tim, I, I do not know what it was. I, I would assume that it was the sharing of the revenue. It usually comes down to money. Oh, it, and, it, it surely is money, for yeah, sure. And, and how much the owners are going to get of the total revenue and how much the players are going to get of the total revenue. And it was already really close to 50-50, so I don't know wh- whether they came to how they arrived at a decision or not. But – Generally, if as long as they're playing, the fans don't really care about any of that. Evidently, around here, the talk is, well, who Freddie Freeman going to sign with? Sure, you know. And I and I love Freddie Freeman, and I root for the Braves. But long term, I let Mister Freeman go. I believe long term, and find me another first baseman that I could pay for and would have money left over to do other things with. But I, I don't know what the Braves are going to do. I think that's what the Cincinnati Reds must be doing because they're, they've already let three very good players move on. And, uh, you know, who who knows what's going to happen with all that. Uh, 162 games are going to be played. 
designated hitter in the National League, yay or nay? Are we going to play 162? They are. They are. They're going to make up the week they lost. Then, or somehow or another, they're going to make okay. that up. Okay. And the DH is now in both leagues. Both leagues. I don't care what we do either way, but I would like for both leagues to be identical. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I haven't researched this yet, but somehow or another, the bases are going to be bigger this year. Did you know that? <laughs> no. That, that might have been the holdup right there. <laughs> Bases how are going to be bigger. Bases? How big are the bases going to be? <laughs> well, why? That you got to research this. That's your homework between now and next Monday. Uh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to fail again. <laughs> Braves, with, with or without Freeman, uh, you going to pick them to win it? Yeah, I think I think they'll be right there. Yeah, I, I, I really do. And they. There's got to be a first baseman out there that can feel the position and hit 20 home runs and, you know, pay him half what you're going to pay Freeman. I like Freeman now. I Way do. less than half. If you're paying half what you're paying Freeman, you're still paying a pretty good hunk of change. Well, that's true. Change. That, that's exactly true. But, of course, the Dodgers have an unlimited budget. They can do whatever they want, I guess, and they'll end up signing Freeman if they possibly can. Well, here's my last update on salaries. Mm-hmm. Because uh, – did you know Troy Aikman makes $18 million. Chris Collinsworth only makes $12 million a year. Aikman gets eighteen. But here's the deal. Did you look at the Tennessee in this morning? <laughs> no. They had a, This guy had a list of the five most underpaid coaches in college basketball. Yeah. The poor guy at Rutgers is only making $4 million a year, and wow. he's being underpaid. A poor guy. Can you imagine that? He's down to his last dime. <laughs> $4 million. <laughs> that's well, that's a million dollars a quarter. And he only coaches in two I, quarters. I guess, I guess I'm thinking, how can you be underpaid at $4 million? Right. I don't care if you're Freddie Freeman, Jeff. Uh, you know, based upon the other things, I, I get all that kind of thing. But I just don't relate to that number. Troy Aikman is making $18 million, $18 million a, year. a year. Well, Timmy doesn't even do a good job of what he does. I don't think he's a good He's coach. twice as good as Chris Collinsworth, obviously. <laughs> I'm through. Collinsworth only makes twelve. Five, it's five fifty-eight. I'm <laughs> done. And how many million you making, Jeff? Well, two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're 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 finished for today. Uh, Jeff, I won't be here next Monday. Okay, but, but Monty will. I'm not coming in either. We'll then. swap out. Somebody will be here next Monday for sure. Okay, Monty will be here tomorrow for All Sports Talk. I know that. Thanks for listening. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Get rid of dangerous fire ants with ortho-orthene fire ant killer from Haines Bay Hardware. This is Rich Smith with more spring